As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Unspoiled, episode 58, chapter 57, Sansa. In this episode, Sansa takes a back seat to horror and slobber, and Brendan theorizes that the Lannisters are finally making a bad decision. Welcome to Unspoiled. Right, so this was an interesting chapter. Yeah, this is a tense chapter. The tension is thick. Yes. You can cut it with a knife. With a sword. With a sword with knives hanging off it. Sir Barristan Selmy's sword. Okay, so I almost... Let's take this vaguely chronologically, because there's like... It's yeah. a short chapter, but a lot of important stuff happened. So Sansa's at court. Mm-hmm. Joffrey's taking the seat for the first time. Um, Cersei's there, unsurprisingly. <laughs> And this is basically, they make a, a list of decrees that get, uh, they're pretty intense. Yeah. Okay, so first, what, they list off all the people that have to come by and uh, kneel and pledge fealty. Right. And it's... And it's all the people that everybody pretty much knows are probably not going to do that. Right. It's everybody. <laughs> it's everyone, it's, uh, they got Rickon on there. Yeah, <laughs> I know, got, right? What? Oh, they got Lord, uh... They should just put their dire wolves in there, too. Yeah, right. And Hodor. Right. Um... But yeah, well, that's the thing with hereditary uh, rulership. Like, you get, like even if they're a kid, like they're going to be the lord or whatever eventually. Probably, right? I just would have expected them to have to, if they inherited, pledge fealty once they inherited. But yeah, I'll I get guess them all now. Yeah. Listen, they're gonna if they kill Rob and Ned, they're reckons not gonna make it. Right? Like that's not, you know, maybe he goes to live with the uh, Daenerys. <laughs> um, and. It, when Sansa goes into court, everybody's like shying away from her and acting like they don't see her. Right. She, like, she's got the plague. Yeah. The plague of you might get executed if you talk to me. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and there's a drunk guy who's like, hey, so Oh. And his friend's like whispers in his ear, like, <laughs> yeah. don't. She's evil. She's got the evil virus. 
Um, so what's the next? So first, here are the people who have to come and beg mercy or be killed. Right. Some of whom are already dead. And my favorite is Lord Dundarion, because his name sounds like a rap thing. <laughs> <laughs> Beric Dundarion. Yeah. yeah. Like dun dun da da dun. <laughs> and then Jano Slint gets yeah. lorded. Who has a... Uh, yeah, J.R.R. Uh, Tolkien? Nope. J.K. Rowling-esque sort of Dickensian name of being a little toad man whose name is Jano Slint. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they're making... Sorry, so he becomes a lord, and he gets his own house, and he gets... Uh, his sigil. It's yep. a bloody spear. A golden spear, because he ran the gold cloaks. Right. And um, yeah, now he's his family is permanently in lordship. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, uh, like, whose lands those used to be? Harrenhal? I remember where they are, but I'm not completely sure whose they were. I feel like they just described in the previous chapter Tyrion who they took Harrenhal from. Hornwoods? Not a, all right, so it's Something not like, like that, a but, major... But yeah, they just took it, because right. the woman who was, um, she didn't have anybody to protect her, and she just basically was like, yeah, come in. Oh, uh, yeah, so it's probably like the least on fire of the Holdsteads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you did okay. Yeah, I mean, everybody seems pretty pissed off at this common guy is getting a pretty good piece of the pie, it seems like. Um, yeah, he's moving on up. <laughs> um, yeah, it seems that they... Uh, well, as we continue on, but it seems like these decisions are not designed to make them popular. No. Uh, and are going to succeed in not doing that. Um, so what's next? They, is that when they say, Barristan, sell me, uh, this is your retirement party? Yeah. It's been nice working with you. I feel so bad for him in this. Oh, it's I was, so humiliating. I was just thinking before this that how weird that this guy has lived through three kings. Right. I lived through Three Kings in the movie theater, but that was completely different. Um, and so we now find out it was there's Eris's dad, uh, Mad King Eris, mm. then Robert, and he stayed on, and now Jeff. and Eris. Yeah, I said Eris. Oh, I thought you said Eris's dad only. Sorry. No, he didn't. Skip I was one. confused. Um. So, but he's out. Yeah. But this is like the Night's Watch. Like, you don't get out. You don't get sent away. You're like the Pope. No one, you don't retire. Yeah. You die. Um, and he's like the most, like, he is like Ned Stark level honorable and like dutiful and has given up everything for this. Mm -hmm. And they're like, nope. Yeah. It's kind of weird because I get the impression that they're getting rid of him because they feel like he's not going to be as loyal. Mm -hmm. But he takes his honor and duty so seriously. Like he might not like Joffrey. It's not like that for him. His, he doesn't do things because of personal likes and dislikes. If he has sworn an oath, then he's going to do it. And it doesn't matter about what his feelings are about it, you know? So I feel like they really don't understand his personality very well. I would debate you on that. Because I think that's not that kind of loyalty. Or not that kind, that kind of honor is not what they're looking for, because when they get rid of him, they promote Jamie. Uh, well, they promote Jamie to his position, right? Be- because I think he's fucking the boss, if you know what I mean. You think? Um, but they bring in Sandra Clegane, who's the exact opposite of everything that the Kingsguard stands for. So I think they're way more. They love loyalty, but 
honor is just a hindrance. I guess you're right. And as the captain or whatever, he gets to sit on the uh, the small council. So instead of, I mean, it's not like Congress where he's like veto power, but they're like, let's not even put this guy in here. He's just going to get mad like halfway through and demand we not do something. Yeah. So kick him out. And then he has a great, like, he strips off his, you know, accoutrements of uh, power and throws him his sword. Is it put it part of your chair? Maybe Stannis can sit in it. And like, he's trying to kind of be defiant but then fucking peter baelish little finger has to make a little joke and get everybody laughing at him so yeah. it's just like he can't even really hold his head high as he takes off because right. he's just a joke it's so sad and then joffrey's like go capture him we're not even gonna let him like wander off and do his thing yeah because he mentioned stannis i honestly thought that um he was going to like kind of suicide by cop situation like sort of fake lunge at him so that the other so everybody took him yeah. down which is a... I, yeah i think i thought that too actually because he started to undress like get off his armor and i was like what or i was wondering if he'd like just like fall he's like i'm a knight i'm gonna die a knight i'll die rather than you know be stripped of this for real right and then just kill himself there but um now he's going off to do who knows what but and now... i love some of the things that he says too like he is really contemptuous of jamie being the commander of the king's guard because he killed the king before robert and he also with the other guys who come at him when he draws his sword he's like just so like oh, guys don't even obviously i'm not going after him and if i were you could hardly stand in my way because he's just like i could cut through you all like cheese yeah I was like, all right. And, uh, yeah, we don't get much of, like, the sub Kingsguard other than Jamie or him, mm -hmm. but that doesn't, it doesn't bode well for them as, like, the elite fighting force. Right. Well, isn't, he's, he's, like, one of the only Kingsguard who survived the last, um... I think he was one of the only, wasn't there somebody who, like, survived, but they wouldn't pledge fealty to Robert? There's yeah, well, there was Kingsguard, one? remember that battle that, uh eddard has he right. kills most of the remaining ones right but what i'm saying is that there's another surviving member of eris's old king's guard that didn't still loyalty i thought so it was barrist and like one other guy right i don't know i don't know all right and, but anyone anyone else who was in the actual guard itself except for jamie of course right um all new guys yes probably honestly robert probably just packed the king's guard with his like dumb drinking friends <laughs> i'm gonna assume um Okay, so there's that. That's, you know, that's pretty jerky. Um, and everyone, like, that is it. Between the three things with the Kingsguard of getting rid of, the, of Barristan, who is, like, you know, he's a fixture. I'm sure he's been the Kingsguard for as long as anyone else, except for, like, the oldest people there have been there. Right. Um, you know, for three kings. Uh, putting Jamie in charge, even though he's like the least quali qualified. He's the only one who's actually killed a king right. you're supposed to protect. He's an amazing swordsman, but yeah, it's like, but I guess him, he, them being kin, they're pretty much guaranteeing that he's not going to kill the king this time because he's kin. I guess. And, um, and then they put Sandor on there who won't even swear knighthood vows, which we, I understand why. Yeah. Good for Sandor. But it's. Um, <laughs> I love that. They always take the knight's vows until now. It's like, it's oh, like, okay. Um, so they basically come into power and pissed over on, so far, two 
uh, of the like biggest institutions in this country, right? Like, so the nobility, they're like, here, this fat faced frog guy can be a noble and have better lands possibly than some of the other nobles around him because he basically took our side in this thing. Yeah. Um, so clearly like not treating that as like some holy thing or about heredity, but just like, yeah, if you're, if you do things I like to do, I I get to hand these things out. That's my power. And then taking the Kingsguard and changing it from like some noble holy order to just like, yeah, this is also, we can give this to anybody we feel like as a reward because that's how we run things. Um, what else? So they say Renly obviously is no longer going to be part of the small council. Uh, but uh, Cersei is taking his place. Yeah. Now that makes perfect sense. Um, Her and Jamie together on the small council. Right. And Tywin, because he is now the hand of the, the hand king. The hand of the king, right. And we also find out he used he was the hand of the king before this. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you don't remember that, Eris? Uh, they mentioned it last chapter, and I forgot to talk about it, even though when I read it, I was like, oh, we should talk about that. So he was Eris's hand. Yeah, that's why they, like, open the doors of the city to the Lannister, like, the troops when they show up, because they think that they're coming to, like, save their ass. And then the Lannisters come in and just take over and kill right. the king and are like, okay. So I actually missed that detail the first time around. And then I caught it last chapter and this chapter like, Oh shit, we better talk about it because it's important. Right. So now the small council is Tywin Lannister, Lannister central, Cersei Lannister, Jamie Lannister, varies the king Peter Baelish. Lannister also. Oh yeah. Joffrey Baratheon Lannister. Yep. He's hyphenated. Um, so, Honestly, if I'm Varys and Littlefinger, like I know Littlefinger did them some favors, mm-hmm. I'm sweating. Why? Because <laughs> it's like you're. It's like going to Thanksgiving dinner every time you go to work. Like it's just family sitting around, and then you're. It's you. Like you're never going to. Uh, it's like being in the mob. If you're not Italian, like you're. They'll like you can keep around. They'll pay. Like things will be doing good, but you're not. But when family. the shit goes down, yeah. you're last. Yep. You're the last guy they want there. Um, is there anything? They make some other declarations. Was there anything else? I don't remember anything. Besides, else. just like our family takes every position of power in the country. Pretty much. Um, they didn't decide anyone else warden of the north yet. Um. So this is a, I'm going to go a little off to, like, this is, yeah, normally I've just been saying that everything the Lannisters do, I'm like, obviously this is like what to do and they're going to win this game. Like they're doing great. This seems like a misstep to me. Okay. Why? Um, It makes sense. It's a very like short term, like we're just going to consolidate, consolidate power that's one thing we've established with the Lannisters is they trust each other as a family. Right. So we're going to put everything in Lannister hands. So I think this is short-term smart, consolidate power. Long-term, though, I think you're ignoring all the other lords. and they're, So far, yeah. And honestly, like, the whole... I think they're kind of uh, degrading, like, the sort of honor value of everything and making it more like, yeah, we're in charge now. And it's real. It's like a real. It's an easy thing to hate, and you can totally see like there was this dynasty that took over for about a year. Everybody hated them. They kicked everyone out of power except for themselves, and then everyone else was like, "Why don't we just get together and hang them to death?" Um, 
I don't know that's going to happen, but I'm wondering if maybe that's going to be something that helps disrupt Tywin's plans up north. Like, I don't think all these little people, these lords who are, you know, um, I'm sure, like, if you're actually, like, a Lannister bannerman, you're probably fine, but everyone else is kind of look like, oh, am I just going to get, you know, accused of treason like everybody else? Right. Um, I think if they give them, like, a, a banner to flock to, they might actually do that. Like, they're not going to start up their own revolution, but if someone seems like they're doing a good job and not just losing... Like Stannis, maybe? It could be, yeah, maybe Stan- Stannis. I mean, it could be this... If the Starks turn... To, like, if they somehow win this battle against Tywin, which I have keep predicting isn't going to happen, but maybe that's the twist. Maybe something happens... Um, you know, Stannis's troops show up out of nowhere, or like Rob gets super lucky and like does something awesome, and they win that battle and like drive him back. But not like you know, the Lannisters still have tons of troops; they're obviously still a threat. I could see that causing a bunch of the lords who are still staying loyal to the king to kind of peel off okay. and you know see that <laughs> we don't want to stay around in a court that's going to be run like this. Um, obviously this itself isn't like the biggest thing, but it seems like signs that things aren't going to run so well for See, when, when I read this, I had the opposite reaction. Really? Yeah. Because I understood what your, what your theory is, but it seems like in the histories that I've read, when there was a huge family in power like this, people were so paranoid because it was like everybody was involved that, Mm -hmm. Nobody was willing to take the risks to stand up against them when there was such a huge group that was so closely knit. Like, you know, you're not going to be able to turn individuals against each other when they're all like family and super loyal to their own house. So there's not as much of a chance of success. Right. But my theory is that since they're not bringing everybody else in with them. So instead of giving everybody a little bit and having them fight over it, they're going to like, oh, we're just taking everything. And now everyone's... I could see teaming up together who's not of the Lannister. I guess, but I mean, the people, they're not, what would they give anybody else at this point? They're, I mean, this is kind of a traditional thing when somebody is getting, is coming into power, they put their favorite people into positions. That's, I mean, the presidency and, you know, coronations and all this kinds of thing. It's like... It's not unheard of at all. No, no, no. I don't think it's unheard of. I just... And I also don't think, like, if it's this, and then it's then back to business as usual, everyone's like, but then they're fine. But if this is, like... If we're being shown this because this is a sign that they're just going to, like, get even worse, and they're going to really start cracking down on people, then I could see that being... You know, instead of everyone going like, well, you know, he's the king, he's the king, it doesn't really matter to me, to like, oh, God, we got to get these people out of here. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I mean, I could go either way, but this is the only time I've seen something where I could see, they're just, it's so, it's not even like they're picking lords loyal to them. It's like, they're like, my brother, my father, my other brother, my stepfather, like, it's all, like, if you're not... <laughs> If you're not genetically part of the Lannisters, you're not really getting much here. <laughs> Except for Sandor, I guess, but yeah. um, he's served his time. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Like, could go either way, but that's, like, I see that more likely than... I don't know. I'm just looking for a, 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 a flaw in their armor 
so that something bad can happen to them. You didn't want to say chink? Nope. That sounds racist. <laughs> it's not, but it sounds like it. Um, and this armor has actually, like, a, there's, yeah, something's broken. <laughs> All right. So then Sansa steps up. Yeah. And she's like, hey, maybe be have some mercy on my dad and they're like gross he's a traitor oh why would we sh- why would you want him to see any mercy yeah yeah are you a traitor are you betraying I'm me right now i'm disappointed in you sansa haven't we talked about traitor's blood are you traitoring don't traitor in here that's disgusting um and she has to be like the most creative yeah she's like tiptoeing backwards around like because the idea that a daughter wouldn't want her dad to have his like head on a pike is so uh i get, they must know and they're just doing of course this thing they know. of course it's just know. fucking bullshit yeah and then it basically comes down to hey if he confesses and apologizes I w- we won't kill I won't him kill him yeah which is um all they're offering yeah i mean he'll probably he would go to the wall i guess in that case oh yeah that makes sense um Small. It's really weird listening to her, reading her point of view, too, and she's, like, so focused on what she's wearing and what everybody else is wearing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, kneeling on uh, Barristan's cape so that she doesn't mess up her dress and smiling at Joffrey, a secret smile that was just for him because he loves me. And I was just like, oh, my fucking God. She's getting her, getting her flirt on. Yeah. My prediction that Joffrey would find out that she loves him and be like, oh, gross, get her out of here. Marcella? Um, they haven't appointed her to anything yet. When does Tommen become like the <laughs> the Lord of the Horse or something? I love Tommen's name. It just makes him sound like a little bouncy ball. Yep, <laughs> Fat Tommen. Yeah. Um, maybe I wonder if Ned does go to the Wall. That would like John's up there. We've had a lot of Wall talk. Father, I son. love how much your predictions change, like from one chapter to another. Like last chapter, you were super, super like things are not going to work out for rob and this is a t- huge mistake and tywin's gonna crush the shit out of him and now you're like so maybe there's a twist and rob gets lucky and and like three chapters in a row you're like ned's gonna die ned's gonna die and now you're like he goes to the wall well here's the thing i can't see um him he's not gonna confess like that part doesn't seem like it's gonna work out well here's the thing it's down to his family now. You wouldn't think he'd confess if it were all about his honor. But if they're threatening his family, what's more important to him? That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I guess that's true. And it depends what... I mean, because he's in the dungeon, so we don't know what kind of information he's getting. Right. Um, I, I'm wondering if maybe they put Barristan down there now that he's been captured. and Maybe he can pass some info on. Um, if they are even like near each other. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it seems like if you were smart, you wouldn't put them near each other at all. But because um, assumedly Ned has no idea what's Rob's doing, what's Kaylin's doing. Um, if they're already in a war, like I don't even at this point, like I don't even see how Ned confessing and apologizing and begging for mercy for his family. Like Rob is still riding out with swords against Tywin Lannister, who is now the hand of the king. They're not super... Mer- like, I'm not sure even if he does it, he gets the results he wants. Well, I think that if um if he did confess that 
Ty, I mean, Tywin's not at court, clearly. So they'd probably let him know, hey, BT dubs, Ned confessed, we're sending him up to the wall. And then they would, like, Tywin would have a sit down with Rob and explain the situation. That's what I'm guessing would happen. Do they let the Starks continue to run Winterfell? It seems like you're asking for trouble by letting them hang around. I'm not sure. Do they take their lands and holdings away because he confessed to treason i think that's traditionally the uh the punishment you'd have to assume assume they find someone among their bannermen that's willing to work with them and they put them inside because obviously none of them want to go up and rule uh winterfell it just seems like a disaster (laughs) right so i assume nobody likes the idea of that place they'd be like who all right who wants it car starks are you guys in great john what about you i'll chop your fingers off i know you like it Um, and they'll see if they can get someone who's more in there. All right. I'm going to predict that at some point, uh, someone else is going to be ruling Winterfell. Okay. I don't know if it's because of this, but at some point someone's going to come back. They're like, Hey, I used to live here. It's like, yeah, this is, uh, this is banana slug territory now. Wait, what? (laughs) They're a mountain tribe. They took over. (laughs) Oh, that's the least threatening mountain tribe name ever. (laughs) Are you kidding me? They're so slimy. And, uh, potassium filled. (laughs) Uh, is this? Are we in production? I'm so excited. Yeah, because it's like we're so close to the end of the book, and I just like I can't wait. Yeah. Oh my goodness! There's got to be like something's got to happen. It can't like the end of the book can't just be the Lannisters cleaning up like and their resistance quashed. And that <laughs> the last next page four books is just their reign. Yeah, <laughs> the last page is a, a handprint. It's like high five, Tywin. <laughs> Joffrey was the best king ever. Yep. And everybody was fat and happy. Oh, man. How obnoxious would it be if the second book was just like 30 years in the future? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I know you've said that that doesn't happen, but that would be like... like, I mean, he thought about it. He definitely thought about it. um, I'm thinking about it I mean, he can't bear to leave details out. So there's no way that he could possibly have done it. Because then he'd basically have to tell you everything that went on in the meantime. And it would just be the same as writing it anyway. So... Now I'm thinking maybe a bear attacks that one, Lannister. Is that possible? <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's not impossible. Uh, can I... Let's say that Tywin Lannister is grasping at straws for predictions. <laughs> <laughs> and a bear eats him. Um, uh, what uh, do you think about all the other people who were asked to swear fealty? Fealty. I mean, all of them are out fighting or dead at this point, as far as I, the, well, actually the people, oh, all right. So the only people that aren't accounted for who you got, uh, flower night, you got the red wines, mm-hmm. uh, you got <laughs> horror and slobber. Were those really two guys' names? They're not their names. That's what they're called because they did like demented a little bit. I think. No, like kind of like a, I don't co- remember their basement real cousin names, demented. But basement cousin yeah like a cousin that your family keeps in the basement because no one can see them because they're evidently all not since they're at court but i you guess know. not <laughs> you didn't have a basement cousin uh i think i totally didn't either i, I totally didn't either cousin. <laughs> no. is it weird that i was homeschooled and by homeschool i meant they threw meat down <laughs> that's why i love my steaks rare <laughs> um all right, so maybe they show because they've been deliberately not talked about at all. Well, and Stannis isn't fighting yet. No, so we don't know what. I mean, we haven't heard anything from him. We don't know what 
he the only reason that I think he was really brought up is because one, he's Robert's brother, mm-hmm. and two, the letter from Ned was to him. But right. we have no idea about his stance on any of this. So what do you think he's going to do? All right. So maybe that's how this turnaround that I've imagined takes place. Okay. Like, uh, Rob's army is getting crushed and then Stannis shows up with, you know, the other, you know, people who aren't loyal to Joffrey and they team up and they drive Tywin back and there's like, they haven't won the war, but they win like a decisive battle at some point okay. and they keep the conflict going. So there's still something to read about. <laughs> um, oh God, it entertains me so much that you feel like this is, there's no way that the story can keep going. I'm like, dude. Trust me, there's yeah. not there's not four more books for no reason. Honestly, the only um, the uh, this is almost me just having fun because every time I go, oh, there's gonna be some kind of twist and things are gonna turn better. It's always just like the things just go badly in the way you'd expect them to go badly. So that's really what I should be sticking with. But I already predicted that, so I want to yeah, have more fun with it. I think that's one of the things about him that's so unpredictable is how much he was is willing to not put twists in a lot of the time when you're like looking for them. Like, where's the big heroic, like, bump, 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 Yeah, bah. like you're waiting for that movie moment where things, like, you know, Gandalf crests the hill and is like, I have all my people to save you, or whatever. And There are some just... trees here. Like you were waiting for Tyrion to get like his brother to bust in and take him away, and none of the nonsense for the duel to have to happen. And then with the duel, you were like, "Well, that like there's no good ending to this, and or else you just have to walk back down the mountain. How dumb is that?" And that's like exactly what happens. <laughs> yep. So okay, let's go back. Uh, <laughs> Rob gets crushed. They're marching towards uh, Winterfell. And then the wall gets crushed by zombie attack, and so it's Tywin versus zombies. Yeah, okay. I, I think I saw that on Netflix instant. <laughs> oh, thinking of ninjas. And um, what of court? What's going on there? Um, I assume they're just going to be in this weird bubble where, like, all right, Joffrey's and slash Cersei slash Jamie are going to be. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a fanfic I'm writing right now. Uh, They're going to be running like a 1984-esque Big Brother state where everyone who says anything against them gets thrown out the window. Okay. And too bad uh, they don't have a moon door. Yep, they're going to build one. They're going to build a. (laughs) They're building a stairway to heaven. They're throwing people off it, and uh, they're going to start getting reports back. Like, hey, our dad is being attacked by. undead creatures that never stop fighting and they're gonna be like there are more important things here i i am really hoping that the lannisters all being on the small council because cersei's kind of like in charge right now and i think tywin is not like when tywin comes daddy's in charge cersei is not in charge well yeah i mean cersei's the regent but the king's hand takes precedent over the regent i think right anyway so well the regions is supposed to speak for the king and the king's hand does everything is more powerful than anyone except the king. Right, but she's speaking. I mean, it's not like Joffrey's like nine or eight years old. I mean, he's what at this point supposed to be like 14, 15? He's going to have a brain of his own to some degree. Here's my theory. I mean, Rob is 15 and he's fucking leading an army, so. Here's my theory. Okay. If Tywin is there, Tywin expects that he's in charge. Ah. I see. So I could. So you're see... not sure exactly if Cersei's down with that, but no, no, no. That's my thing. Like they're both going to be on the small council. I think Cersei, like she's been not running shit, but she's been running her own shit while Robert was alive, and right. now he's dead. 
even though they make Tywin the hand, he's going to come there. She's going to be like a hundred percent in charge for, you know, whatever, three months, six months. Okay. And then Tywin's not going to go in there like, Oh yeah, of course I'll do whatever you say. Like he's going to do, he's like, yeah, I'm 50. I'm hard as fuck. <laughs> Don't bother me with this bullshit. We, like I did. I've done this before. I've seen Kings die. I can see you die. You little squirt. They have to have done a YouTube of like a hardcore rap with Tywin as like the, I could Badass. not think of anything I want to see less than that. Lies. Uh, truths. Oh, I should do it. That's what I should do. Yeah, you, you, you're you like what a body double for Tywin Lannister. Dumb, dumb. Not me. Like, they would... Ha- not somebody playing Tywin, like, cutting picture... Like, scenes from the show together for, uh, that are of Tywin. Oh. Uh, with, like, an over... What do you call it? Not a voiceover, over but, dub? like, a dub. Like a music video? Yeah. Okay. What? This sounds, Doesn't work? <laughs> this sounds like the worst. I'm sure it's been done already. I'm not, um, I'm not that original. I'm guessing it's uh, Party Rock is in the house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's got to be a rap that's like the chorus is just about how hard he is, right? So that's yeah, got to be the one. Every rap. No, like literally the words are, I'm so hard. Oh, I'm so hard. Yeah. What? Hard. I'm so hard. Right I, there. I just did a hook. I've got GarageBand. I can loop that. We could be... Done. <laughs> Tune in next week. All right. You want to call this? Uh, yeah, I guess so. All right. Eagle Hard Five. <laughs> Eagle Hard Five. Okay, yeah. All right. Fuck yeah. Thanks for listening to Unspoiled. Come find us online at unspoiledpodcast.blogspot.com. Tweet at Natasha at Unspoiled Show. And leave us a review on iTunes to be entered to win a Game of Thrones role-playing video game with an art book. It's a bundle. May 15th is the deadline. Get them on there and we'll raffle it off. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next chapter. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.